Welcome to the There's More Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Karen. And we are just helping women dream bigger, pray bolder, and live empowered. And we are being joined today by Tiffany Doyle. She is a special friend of Rachel and I's that we met a year ago when she listened to session one of Father's House. And so this is kind of like a bonus episode to let y'all into kind of the inner workings of what happens when someone encounters through an experience of meeting Father God in a way like they never have before. This is a girl who is a lot like me and a lot like Rachel, lived with a lot of walls and a lot of shame. And she discovered she didn't have to keep living that way. Yeah. And so we want you just to hear kind of what it's like when you take the journey with Father's House. And we want you to journey with us. So I think the groups are starting this week. You can sign up for and find a group. We have national groups. We have a national group for widows. And we have multiple, multiple groups in the greater Atlanta area. And so this episode is to get you to come back to community because we believe that you cannot heal alone. You need to be in community. So welcome to the There's More Podcast. Well, hello, Tiffany, and welcome to the podcast. (laughs) We're so excited to have you here today. Tiffany is a super special friend. Mm -hmm. She has become for me um, a sister friend, and I know (laughs) we all have those, but um, Tiffany actually lives up in Ohio and I got an email from Tiffany um, that led to a, a meeting, a conversation exactly one year ago yesterday. So it's so bizarre that we lined this up and she and I didn't even know the kind of the coinciding of the dates. And mm-hmm. it was the beginning of the unfolding of an unbelievable journey that God was taking you on. And so <laughs> why don't we start, Tiffany, with just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, your, you know, your family, things like that, but then what led to you writing that email? What, kind of what was in the content of the email? I don't want to give it away. Okay. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. Yes. I'm honored. I love you guys so much. Mm, um, so I, I'm a mom of three boys. And um, my husband and I, we were pastors for about 17 years, 18 years. Um, we've been youth pastors. We've been campus pastors, executive pastors. And um, that... I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. You're okay. feeling some emotion. I am feeling some emotion. Yeah. Um, I apologize. Um, There's no apologizing yeah. for that. For b- both you and I, and they're going to know in just a minute, you know, that to look back that a year later, you're mm-hmm. sitting here and you're going to tell your story is a big deal. And, and just a, a, a testimony of how good our God is, Tiffany. Yeah. Totally. Right. Yeah. Right. So... It was, it was a little over a year ago that, you know, I, I said, you know, my husband and I, we were pastors. And at that, during that time, I truly believed that God loved. I believed that he was for everyone, but it was really hard for me to accept that for myself. Yeah. And, you know, I, I got to a point where I felt like he didn't see me. I felt yeah. like he didn't love me. And I felt like um, he was angry with me. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I was, I was angry with him. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, I got to the point where I knew that something had to change Yeah. either, you know, I was just going to live an existence and just, you know, just live yeah. or, 
I was going to come alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I, I started listening to podcasts and, and trying to find something that was going to help me. Yeah. And um, every single podcast that I would listen to seemed to have this, um, it was just this beautiful, it was almost like looking at a, a perfect Instagram picture, right? you know, and it, it just, it was just so perfect. And that didn't speak to my heart. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I had jumped on um, to right now media and found your Bible study on there. And I listened to session one and I heard both of you speaking this brokenness <laughs> and immediately it spoke to my heart. And mm. I knew, I just knew that this is something that I needed to listen to. This is something that I needed. Um, and, you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to go through this and, and listen to each session. And um, I got, I got on the next day and um, I was no, no longer able to, to be on right now media. And I thought, okay, God, you really, mm-hmm. you really just don't, you don't see me and you mm-hmm. don't love me. You don't care. And um, mm-hmm. you don't care, mm-hmm. you know? And so I kind of out of desperation, I sent, I, I found Be Still Ministries online and I, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm just going to send them a prayer request. And um, I honestly, it was, it was full desperation. I don't remember <laughs> exactly what I said, um, but I know that I was broken and I know that I needed something different in my life. And uh, it was about a week later. I hadn't, I hadn't heard anything back. And honestly, I thought I was going to get a text and just, you yeah. know, a, a text saying, Hey, we love you. We're praying for you. And um, I hadn't heard anything back. And I, I said out loud, you know, God, you really don't see me and mm. you really just, you don't care. And it was the next morning that I got a text from Karen saying, you know, I would love to get with you. I'd love to talk to you and pray with you. You know, so that kind of is what began. We, um, Tiffany and I were talking a couple days ago and she, you know, it's almost like, you know, sometimes you just don't remember. It's like, you don't want to remember. And, and, and I, she was saying, what did I write in that email? And I said, oh, I remember. And I, she had told me that she had watched the first video and you said, I don't know what y'all have. And Mm -hmm. I've lived with walls for so long around my heart and no one really knows me. Mm -hmm. And, and it was just, and I knew, you know, this was a cry for help from someone who probably has all the right answers and knows the right things to say. But I, you know, Rachel and I so identify, we've been, we've Mm -hmm. been that girl who, has the right answers, but isn't, but isn't, you know, living in the freedom of it, you know? Right. And so, yeah. So what, what happened next (laughs) for you? Um, you, you actually, um, you guys were getting ready to start the Bible study on zoom and, um, you, you put me in the group and, um, I honestly, I honestly thought to myself, is this going to work? I've been in Bible studies before I've, you know, I checked off all the boxes and, and I just thought, um, I'll do this. I'll do this, but I'm just not sure that it's really going to work for me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's probably works for lots of other people, but I mean, that's just where I was. I didn't, I didn't 
necessarily feel like his love was for me. Yeah. Totally. Um, so yeah, you put me in the Bible study and immediately, you know, you say that you're going to get a new pair of glasses <laughs> and um, immediately I started seeing things differently, but I, I had to, to make this shift, you know, and um, I think a couple of things that unfolded, you know, during the next couple of weeks really spoke to me because, um, you know, after you reached out to me and we prayed, you, you sent me texts almost daily. And I remember thinking like, is this usual? Like, you know, like, <laughs> why does this, why do why are you doing this? Because yeah. I saw you me know, and, and you. <laughs> yeah. And you would say, you know, you're valuable. And I would think, okay. Um, you know, and you sent me um, a video of the Kylie White story, the second cup of Kylie White. And, you know, I was watching it and I was listening and I heard her saying, you know, that, that God was asking me to ask him for healing. You know, mm -hmm. she's going blind, she's going through this. And she kept saying, I, I don't, um, it doesn't work that way. I'm okay. I'm going to partner with you, God, yeah, on what this glory. is going to look like yeah. to walk this out. And um, I remember thinking, well, she clearly hears God speaking to her. Why wouldn't she just ask him for healing? And Right then, the Lord said, I speak to you, mm. and I tell you that I love you, and I tell you that I'm proud of you, but you don't believe me. Mm -hmm. And on that very same day, Karen, you sent me a, a voice message, and you just said, you know, I just want you to know that um, you're the first person that I've ever reached out to who asked for prayer, and it was God's passionate pursuit for your heart. And I just remember at, at that moment, I just broke. And I just thought, okay, God, you, you do see me mm -hmm. and you do love me. Mm -hmm. And I remember at that point making the decision to believe what he says and whether I, whether I was feeling like believing it, whether I trusted it, whether I trusted him or not, I would say those things out loud. I would just say, you know, God, you are who you say that you are. And yeah. I am who that, who you say that I am. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my, my, um, my vision just started shifting. My mindset just started shifting. And, um, and you know, he's started, he started healing my heart. Yeah. He healed my body and I could just feel his, his love towards me mm. just constantly, <laughs> just constantly, you know, and, and I would have to keep saying, yes, God, you do. You love me. You see me you know, I'd have to say those things out loud. And it was a choice that I made. But I definitely got those new pair of glasses. Yes. <laughs> it's like I tell, mm. I tell everybody, you know, I've got those and I've duct taped them on my head. And yeah. I'm not going to let those fall off. <laughs> Tiffany, what was the thing that you would say kind of unlocked? I mean, obviously, it was Karen's love. It was the text, but you had to lay down your own protection, you know, your own story, your own self-protection. Mm -hmm. You had to, you had to lay down. I mean, you had to, you had to marry vulnerability. Yeah. And so what mm -hmm. did that look like for you? Because and boy, I mean, was she relentless and fearless about that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what did that, I mean, what did that look like? You know, um, I experienced sexual trauma when I was younger 
and I, I never talked about it. I never, um, I never walked through any healing with it. And, you know, that was one of the things that I would say, you know, God, why didn't you protect me? Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I got older, you know, I, I started walking through things and, you know, I had this confusion with my identity and, and I would say, God, why me? So I would take this, this incident from when I was younger and say, God, why me? And not putting them together and understanding, you know, that, that this was the root of of this. And I'm walking through this other thing thinking, God, why, why me? And just, you know, because of these things, I felt alone because of these things. I felt like I was the only one. And I just, I kept them inside Mm -hmm. and I kept everybody in my life at an, um, you know, an arm's length distance and just built this wall around, okay, you can come up to this wall, but you can't come inside. Right. And, you know, it just began secret after secret and shame after shame. Yeah. And, you know, uh, over the years I've dealt with alcohol, um, I have dealt with an eating disorder. I've dealt with um, prescription pill uh, addiction. And, you know, those, you know, the eating disorder and the prescription pill um, addiction were all while I was a pastor's wife, you know, and you keep these things and, you know, Mm. they're the things that you say, I'm not ever going to tell anybody. Yeah. And, um, well, cause you would disqualify yourself in your head. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Karen, I think it was the, one of the first things you, you texted me was shame can't survive in the light. Yeah. And I remember being so petrified thinking, yeah. you mean, I've got to talk about these things. Yeah. And, you know, the, there were a couple of things that I swore that I would never tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started talking about them. You know, I, I went to my best friend and I told her, you know, these are things that I've walked through. These are the things that, um, you know, that I've done. And, you know, I was always worried about how she would view me or anybody would view me, you know, going through these things. And her response was just, why did, why did you think that I would care? Yeah. You know, I've slowly watched you dying and I love you. And I, I remember feeling this shame just immediately start releasing. And I thought kind of, you know, it was kind of like, well, if telling one person feels this way, yeah. then who else can I tell? You know, right. and you know, and, I like that feeling. I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. let's keep going. It's like you were getting the pressure valve on shame release. Yeah, absolutely. And it, absolutely. it you became. I mean, I, I just Venting. remember she would she would like text me. Well, I'm meeting with so and so today. I'm meeting with so and so. I was like. I, I had never in all my life have I ever. I've told her this so many times. Experienced somebody who. Literally, it, it was like you started leaking because, and you were mm-hmm. leaking out all the stuff that you, the poison of yeah. shame that you'd held in for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember because you would disclose things to me as our relationship grew and as, as yeah. you know, it was like, then there would be something else you'd tell me. And I'd be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> get it all out, <laughs> girl. Get, get it all out. But I've never seen somebody so committed to yeah. Like once you discovered the power of living in the light, the freedom of living in the light, how completely committed you were to like getting it all out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, I mean, it wasn't easy. There was a lot of hard things yeah. that, you know, I had to do. I had, you know, had to have 
quite a few conversations with some people and even with my husband, Yeah, you know, there were things that I hadn't told him and, um, you know, through it all, just allowing those things, not, I don't, they didn't have a hold on me anymore. Yeah. You know, and being able to walk through them and my husband, he's so precious. Um, <laughs> we love you know, him. he, lo- <laughs> <laughs> he, he just, you know, he loved me through it. Yeah. And, um, he did. And, um, Mm. you know, to hear him kind of push me to keep telling my story Yeah, has just been, um, it's just been very sweet to my heart. Yeah. Totally. Because he sees the freedom that he, you know, he saw me for so many years, um, living under this shame I think it's so fascinating because like it was for you, it was like you were like doubted your salvation. So like, I, I, I'm probably not a Christian. Like when she told you when you did that inner healing, she was like, basically, have you been abused, Karen? And how you weren't put like, she was oh, like, right, I doubt right, that I'm right. a Christian. Oh, right, right, and right. I, I think like, that's the thing, Tiffany, yeah. for so many people, they have no idea that addiction eating disorders, like all has its root, all has this root doubting your salvation. Mm -hmm. Like there are just these roots. And I mean, when I say clueless Kelly Mm -hmm. on roots, I I know we're learning more now, but I mean, oh my word. I mean, here, this wasn't, this was a year ago, Tiffany. Well, and I, I, I think, mean, you know, it's mm-hmm. so supernatural yeah, yeah. what God's and done. And I love what you're saying too, you know, the, the broad, to me, God has always given me just a picture of a tree and the, the shame tree bears so much fruit. And if you just look at the fruit and you treat, treat the fruit, you treat the addiction, yeah. you treat the body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. you treat the anxiety, you treat the depression, but you never get to the root uh, that fruit's just going to grow back. I mean, you know, give it a year and then you're back in treatment again, right? And Absolutely. And just so, you know, the importance. So how, you know, so coming, is there anything else you would say about, you know, like how did God treat that root for you? How did, how did you not just, okay, no, I don't, I can live in the light, but how did you, how did you heal? Would you mm-hmm. say like, what would be, what would you say about that? I'm just curious. Um, you know, I think when, um, it was something Rachel, you said in session one, um, that you were talking about your abuse Mm -hmm. and how you carried the shame around because it was the first time your body had ever responded to anybody. Oh, hundred percent. And I remember it was probably the third time that I listened to that session is when I actually heard that. Mm -hmm. And I remember I took a, just a, a big I took a deep breath and I remember thinking that's, that's it right there. And I felt the shame of this, you know, situation from when I was younger and walking things out as I got older and they just kind of came together Yeah, and it was, it it made sense to me Mm, and the, you know, the healing process just, it just began, you know, his, his presence just started Mm. filling those things up. And as I was getting them out, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm. I look at them, you know, in in my heart as these, these things. And as I was getting them out, the Holy spirit was just going in and just healing Mm. those spots Mm. and those places from within, you know, as deep as they were. And, Mm. you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 
we're never on the other side completely. No, you know, never. it's a journey. So it's a <laughs> it's journey. So funny, Tiffany, while you were speaking, I heard the Lord saying she needed another round of antibiotics and it's like the infection of shame. You know, I mean, the mm-hmm. roots, the, the cure for infection is an antibiotic. Right. And so mm-hmm. Jesus comes mm-hmm. in, he's like, here's a round, here's another round. And I feel like loved yeah. your belovedness. Like you got that. Karen loved you into mm-hmm. life. I mean, she loved you. She said, I see you. I love you. I care about you. Mm-hmm. So you felt God's love like kind of wrapping around you to be able to let go and to let down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like round two was, okay, now you're innocent. You know, now mm-hmm. yeah. forgiveness can just wash you. I mean, you can literally stand there without this yeah. dirty Shame shirt on rags. as a pastor's wife you yeah. know you were right. literally wearing homeless person's clothes yeah so right. how so tiffany where are you at now in terms of how has this shifted how you're living life like what what's changed so, to to speak a little bit to what you just said rachel mm-hmm. um you know i i used to say um I used to, you know, the, the verse that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man has much power. (laughs) And I remember I would think, um, well, there's no way that I'm righteous. That's so true. Yeah. So why, why pray? Right. Why should I pray? Such a waste of time. I felt like it was a total waste of time, but when I understood that I'm loved, no matter what, whether I accept it or not, whether I do the right things or not, right. that I'm loved. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that that's not going to change. And then that I'm forgiven, you know, because I've received what Jesus did on the cross and I'm forgiven. I'm not forgiven if I'm not forgiven until I'm forgiven fully. Right. And then to understand the next step yeah. that because of that, I am righteous. I, and I never really understood what that meant, but to know that I am in right standing with the Lord Mm -hmm. and that I don't come and go, it doesn't come and go. I don't go in and out of it, but that it's just a position that I have. Yeah. I mean, it changed the way I saw everything, you know, it changed the way I felt about myself. It changed the way that I felt about the Lord Mm -hmm. and to know that, that I have this position that I Mm -hmm. have authority in him just because of who I am yeah. and that I received what Christ did on the cross. And that changed so much, so much because it's not a feeling. Yeah, that's right. It's not a feeling. Our feelings lie to us. That's oh, right. You know, our feelings tell us that we're not worthy. Our feelings tell us, but as a position, I know yeah, that I am righteous yeah. and that I'm his daughter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. And it's not if, and it's not until. Yeah. It's period. Yeah. Tiffany, what would you say um, to someone who is, is where you were a year ago? Like, mm-hmm. What would you, what would you want to, you know, the old Tiffany? Cause really you're, you have become the new creation. The transformation has happened. You've received, you know, you, you used to know it intellectually, but now it's, you've become what you used mm-hmm. to know. So what would you want somebody that's, back where you were a year ago, what would you want them to know? Um, I think I would say that you're not broken. Yeah. Um, Mm. The things that you've been through and the things that you've done don't speak to who you are. Mm, That's good. good. They don't define you. 
that God defined you and that he deemed you perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's even settling with me. Um, Cause I always, I still say I was so broken. The reality was that the world had broken some pieces of my heart, mm-hmm. but I was still the beloved child of God. I don't know. Do you, that just totally connected. You're not for me. broken. Yeah. You're not, You're not broken. broken. Yeah. Yeah. Your identity You're not broken. is sealed. Tiffany, mm-hmm. if you were talking to a girl who was like, well, this father's house is just another Bible study. Because <laughs> we really, you know, we're opening up a round of father's house for the nation, you know, on Zoom mm-hmm. and, um, you know, locally here. And people are starting Bible studies all over the country right now. And mm-hmm. they can get it on Right Now Media as well. So if they have that. So what would be your message to someone who's like trying to decide what are we doing next? Because I mean, we're let's face it, in Jesus land, we're all in perpetual Bible studies. I mean, it's like the semester <laughs> has started, figure out your Bible study. Yeah. Why would you say join Father's House? Because it's really not a Bible study. Let's be honest. It's a healing journey. It is a healing journey. And um, I've actually walked through Father's House with a couple people one on one. And one of them was a pastor's wife. And we were going through it. And I remember when we started it, she said, I hope this works. Oh. I, I really hope that this works. God, and um, we got about mm-hmm. halfway through and she stopped and she looked at me and she mm-hmm. said, this really feels like the good news for the first time in my life. Wow. And I'm a pastor's wife. Wow. And I would just say wow. that it's not just a Bible study. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the father's heart towards us yeah. and understanding not just who we are, but who he really who is. He is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who he really is. Yeah. 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 I think that we make so much of identity. Like we got to know our identity and we repeat our identity statements and we make, de- de- make declarations, that kind of thing. But if your view of Abba Father mm-hmm. is skewed in the slightest. If yeah. it doesn't match exactly the person of Jesus, you will get the identity piece wrong every single time. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and so yeah, I would just I love that you said that because I just think I'm I'm so passionate about that because once again. Mm-hmm since we helped write the Bible study. <laughs> that, was, that, was kind of, that was kind of important to me. <laughs> Tiffany, as we wrap uh, up, will you pray for the woman who feels broken? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. you have an anointing. I mean, your life is, mm. I mean, you are a drink offering to everyone who meets you. I would say that. Mm. And everyone in Hamilton, Ohio and beyond who has met you and encountered you have encountered Jesus because you've become one with him. Yeah. I mean, you've said I'm love. You're enough. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm just gonna tuck right in here and just be with you the rest of my life mm. because I'm enough because I I'm not dirty anymore and I'm I'm worthy to be in your presence and actually to unite with you. I mean I think that's mm-hmm. the other thing too. Like you've united with Jesus to like release him. Mm-hmm. And so will you just pray for that girl who's like, I am mm-hmm. so not worthy to unite with Jesus mm-hmm. right now. Like there's no way that can happen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Before I do, can I say something? Well, yeah. yes. <laughs> um I just want to encourage people to live in that vulnerability. Yeah. Because 
um, we don't always know who, who we're sitting next to, um, what they're going through. And I think that, you know, when we're open about the things that we've gone through and the struggles that we've had, it, it, it begins a healing process for us, but it, it also brings healing to those who are around us. Yeah. And so I would just encourage people to, to live in some vulnerability yeah. and putting yourself out there. Yeah. So awesome. it just brings a healing stuff, but yes, yeah, wow, I'll, so I'll pray. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Mm. Oh, father, thank you so much for this time, mm. God. And I just, I, um, I pray for these women. I speak to the women who are living with secrets, mm-hmm. who feel stuck, who feel ashamed, who feel like they are broken or that they are the only one. And I just ask Holy Spirit that you speak to their hearts right now and let, and you just say to them, you are not broken. You don't have to strive. Mm-hmm. And the only thing wrong with you is that you can't see what's right with you. <laughs> and the very things that, that you deem are ugly, I make beautiful. Mm-hmm. And God, I just, I thank you for your presence. And I thank you that it guards our hearts and our minds and in Jesus' name. Mm. Yes, Father. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Tiffany, thank you so much. So much for joining us. Thank How you. fun to do <laughs> this on our, our, I called her yesterday. I'm like, hello, we have our one-year friendversary. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, seriously, we would love for y'all to join Father's House. And if you don't have a Right Now Media account, then you can go to www.fathershousestudy.com. Um, and or you can find us through bestillministries.net. Yeah, and, and the tab is find a group and yeah. join on up because yeah. we love community and we believe, truly believe that you cannot heal outside the power of community. That's I right. mean, Absolutely. we need each other. So right. let's do it together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love you, Tiffany. Thank you so much. Love you too. Thank you. Thank you guys. Take care. Well, we hope you've enjoyed the podcast today. We just wanted to let you know about some additional resources. If you are interested in learning about Rachel and I's Bible study, just go to fathershousestudy.com. It's an amazing eight-week encounter with with just the Father's love. We've got Zoom groups are going to be starting this fall. We'd love for you to be a part of. In addition, we have an opportunity for you to have a free resource from us. If you go to bestillministries.net and sign up, you will receive a 15-day kind of a mini masterclass on spiritual warfare that has been done by myself and Lindsay, a friend of ours that is our head of our prayer team. So hope you'll join us. I think you'll get a lot out of it. Thanks a bunch.